0: Hey, Diz After Dark listeners, I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview,
1: history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty
0: Two Hotty, and Diz After Dark's own Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to ScareZone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember... Keep your eyes closed and your ears open on ScareZone. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. After dark, I'm Nick, and I have no beer. But don't worry about that because I am joined by Miss Boston White, Amanda. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right.
0: Perfect. And Mr. Chris Ripley. Hello. The wickedly talented, Mr. Well, Chris Ripley. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not denying it, so you obviously you obviously okay <laughs> with the compliments. That's
2: incredibly tired. <laughs>
0: No better time to record a podcast, in my opinion, than <laughs> when someone's going to fall asleep during it. Um, Guys, I, I've already announced that I haven't got a beer, but uh, what's everyone else drinking?
1: I'm drinking Bud, and really, I went all the way to Asda today, based on what you told me, and they didn't have Bud Light.
0: Oh, Well, to be fair, they had it in my local Asda, which is a good few hundred miles away from where you are. I didn't know for sure what your Asda's like.
1: Well, clearly a rubbish one.
0: <laughs> In, true story about my Asda. My Asda has a sign that obviously says it's Asda, but next to it says Walmart Supercenter.
1: And wow. I feel like mine does too. Really? Yeah. yeah strange. Yeah, and it's got an upstairs and a downstairs, so it's, it's a pretty big one. And
0: yeah.
1: I feel like it should have Bud Light, but it didn't. Hmm.
0: Yeah, ours is an upstairs one as well. Oh, sorry, upstairs downstairs. It's it's very strange. My when I saw my friend there for the first time, he thought it was Christmas.
1: <laughs>
0: to be fair, the first time I saw my friend there, it actually was Christmas. It was the 23rd of December. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember why he come over. Mister um, Ripley, what about yourself?
2: Um, I'm not drinking, but I'll be drinking tomorrow. So I don't know when this this will come out next. No, the magic is coming out today, isn't it? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so you're listening to it live. <laughs>
2: That's right.
0: So you're drinking tomorrow. So, yeah. So why are you drinking
2: tomorrow? What's the occasion? I'm getting up. I've, I've got to get up early tomorrow, so I'm not going to drink tonight. Got so you. I'm going to have a drink tomorrow. Right. And, I'm, and and I'm going to I'm going to hunt, I'm, look, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found out. My well, my favorite bar is Trader Tams, mm-hmm. and I found out. The, the it was copied from a London bar called what? Trader Vicks, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I am gonna hunt down Trader Vicks in the next week or so. Well, well I want to go, yeah. We should do a disaster dark there. Okay, well, let's do it. I will be in London next week. It's at the Hilton in near
0: Hyde Park, I think. Well, that's just down the road from where I work. <laughs> True why story. you know
2: about it then, Nick. Well, <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, it's probably because. Well, funny enough, we've got. I, I work across the road from a Hilton. But it's right. a Hilton at uh, Paddington. Oh, OK. I don't think it's that one. It's no. It's, oh, no, sorry. Actually, that's a lie. Because it's two. So there's a Paddington at Hilton down the end of the road. And the one near my office is the uh, Edgware Road Hilton. But at the end of Edgware
2: Road is Hyde Park. Okay, I could be wrong on that. It's it's the Hilton on Park Lane. Mm. That's just a sort of uh, Hyde Park. Yeah. That is the one, then? Yeah. Yeah. So you can so. all Google it now. It's called Trader Vic. So basically, Disney stole the whole thing from... Oh, uh, let, Let's say creatively borrowed. C- creatively borrowed, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, Trader Vic stole the whole thing in the 60s from America.
0: So... Yeah, it's just the circle of life. Yeah. Or the Wheel of Fortune, of course. Exactly. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay, let's 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 try and sort it out. Well, we weren't going to talk about Trailer Vix, but it's very interesting. Uh, Google that, please. Uh, it, it's safe for work, not like the stuff we talked about on our
2: last show. Well, um, did you know what? You know we recorded about uh, on Universal After Dark about Darren Brown's ride, not working, working. Hmm. I've had so many messages from people today about that. <laughs> so people do listen to our podcast. We well, know that's that. Good. That's good. good. now
0: funny enough because I just after we finished recording I had a look myself. Cuz I thought I'm sure I knew I knew what saw I'd seen some <laughs> reviews of it and I wasn't sure if it actually officially opened. And apparently yeah. the signs that you saw so the yeah. ride was closed. Yeah. The ride is now closed. Um the signs you saw for the 2017 thing
2: are because they're expanding it. Right, well, Mr. Malaby told me, because he's in the know with different people. Hang on, hang on. So that means Lee Malaby heard our podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel honoured. Lee told me he's always the first one to download it every week. So, you know. Uh, Lee told me, because he's got connections with people that design UK stuff over here. Yeah. That... um, the uh, ride was open but had to shut down because it was not working properly. Mm.
0: Yeah, it so. seems to be. It seems to be the 1991 version of Jaws <laughs> yeah. at Universal Studios, Florida.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it works one day, then it doesn't work for six weeks. Um, yes, I, I, I believe there was quite a few teething problems with with the whole thing but the the official line i saw today was the sign that you saw yeah was that they are expanding the attraction i'd guess that means they're also repairing what's there already <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know if they're making it because I, I, I apparently because of the way it's set up there's quite a few different combinations so uh, you know like star tour's Uh, two you're not likely to ride the exact same ride every time it'll be slightly different so i'm not sure if that expansion means that they'll be
2: increasing that as well the the chances of other things changing well to go back to your jaws analogy um when that didn't work at the beginning they actually shut it down and rebuilt it and then Mm. extended it so perhaps that's what they're doing with this did they really i didn't realize they extended it I knew well, they, they. I knew they
0: had to, uh, like, basically start again.
2: They, yeah, almost from scratch, had to start again. There was extra showpiece uh, added, a couple of extra scenes added, and then all of the sharks were completely new. With completely new mechanisms and all the workings and all the gubbins under the water was all completely changed. Because am I right? I know.
0: Sorry, sorry, Disaster Dark listeners. We are we are geeking a bit about Universal a little bit. Um, but am I right in thinking that? The original Jaws, Jaws, or Bruce, yeah, um, had the, the
2: weird teeth. Had, like, the carrot-shaped teeth. I don't think we had it in Orlando. That was in Hollywood, okay. But, yeah, Carrot Top was in Hollywood, definitely.
0: Because <laughs> <I, laughs> I've, I've seen pictures of that, and I was like, why would anyone
2: be scared of that? <laughs> it looks <What>? so cartoony. <laughs> Very strange. Hmm very sure i remember when universal had the boneyard and that used to fascinate me yeah um, you'll remember that amanda i know you i think i've seen photos yeah. of you in it um and that had actually had one of the Bruce's. oh
1: wow yeah
2: you, you touch it and it was all rubbery
1: have you ever touched the cow in the prop store in universal that was in twister yes <laughs> why does it feel so weird
2: Oh, I thought you was going to say, why did someone buy it? Because it got sold, didn't it?
1: Oh, well, I don't know. When I was there, it was still there. Oh, okay. I'm um,
0: change it for some magic beans.
1: <laughs> but it's like the weirdest feeling thing ever. Oh. Yeah, I think it was Scott, actually, that told me that it's made of fiberglass. And I was like, well, it feels frigging weird.
0: It would make sense to be made out of fiberglass. Because, that you know, fiberglass is very light. So when you're trying to swing something around, you want it to be as light as possible. But it well, doesn't look it like... it looks
1: like real cow skin. Yes. To a certain extent. But then when you touch it, it's just really weird.
2: Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Perhaps, perhaps it's a bit like them um, when you go in... Uh, uh, not the Outback Steakhouse, the other one that's near it on the 192... Uh, longhorn steakhouse yeah they've got kind of like stuffed cow heads but they look quite fake
1: no i haven't noticed
2: i have missed yeah.
0: back steakhouse
2: do you know what every time you drive past it now it's always empty Hmm. And that used to be the place to go, didn't it?
0: Outback, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I miss outback here. We, I used to have two within quite close driving distance.
2: Wow. In the UK, and
0: uh, the, yeah. Is there any in the UK now? No, the last one closed. How many years ago now? About three or four. There was one in in Romford, which is where I used to live. Um, yeah, and, and funny enough, there, there used to be one down the road to where I now live, <laughs> which we went into the new restaurant the other day because um, some people took it over and it looks still looks like an Outback Steakhouse outside and inside they've they've kind of changed the decor a bit and it's like a, an Outback ripoff. They even have a blooming onion called something else, um, but it wasn't it wasn't as good. It wasn't as expensive as America though. Outback Steakhouse in the UK. So it was kind of dollar to pound prices. Um, but it was good. I mean, it was very, very comparable. The food yeah. was very similar quality. But I think I think if they'd have tried it now, it might have worked. But it was kind of during the recession. Uh, you know? They'd come, they'd come early, early to mid-2000s. They started opening up over here. Um, but because of the recession, they just started to close them. And then fact, there was two or three left, and they just went overnight. Just went bust. Shame. It is a shame. Blimey. Yeah, there you go. Um, Anyway, we didn't come to talk about American fast food outlets being in the UK, but we'll probably talk about the ones out in America because, um, as you hopefully would have heard on Universal After Dark, um, Chris and Amanda uh, went on American holidays. Um, Not together, although they did cross over.
1: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The streams crossed over, yeah. which is yeah. more than allowed in this in this situation. <laughs> um, now, Amanda, you have kind of already hinted on on the podcast, and also before we started recording this episode, that you didn't spend too much time in Disney.
1: Yeah, so, well, I mean, I spent a fair bit of time at Disney, just not as much time as usual.
0: Mm. So, why do you think this year? It was all about Universal for you, or, or mostly about Universal for you.
1: I feel like a lot of my friends were hanging out at Universal a lot of the time, and we were just having so much fun at Universal that I tended to stay there. Now, that
0: you know, obviously a lot of the people that you were hanging about with, or certainly a, a good group of them, were vloggers or of, of that kind of community.
1: Yeah, think- I mean, plenty of them are vloggers or fellow podcasters or just people that live around that area anyway.
0: But do you think the culture's kind of more accepted at Universal than it is at Disney?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think this, there's a certain amount of like vloggers and podcasts and stuff like that that will spend an awful lot of time at Disney. Like I did bump into... The guys from the Diz. But I was really shy, so I hid in the toilets. and Which one? Which toilet and,
0: or which, which people?
1: Yeah, Craig would like to know which toilet. I
0: want to know which people. <laughs>
1: it was um, Craig and Rhino and Oliver.
2: Aww. And
1: they, it was the night when I was at Trader Sam's. And I didn't know that it was the night that the new Haunted Mansion Cup was coming out. So mm-hmm. we got to Trader Sam's and literally the queue was insane to get in. And they were like, "Oh, it's like a two-hour wait. Do you do you really want to wait in this?" And I was like, um, "No." And then I turned around and the three of them were just stood behind me. And I was like, I'd, be, "I'd I was soaked because it'd been raining all afternoon," and I just got really shy. So I just ran into the toilets. And then when I was walking out of the toilets, two of them were walking in to the men's. So I just went back in and I was like, I'm too shy. (laughs) Do
2: you you know what? You know, they say Craig, oh, he's a miserable bugger, blah, 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 blah. Do you know what? He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet that Craig.
1: Yeah. I think like, I know that I'm going to love him and you know how I feel about Ryan. I I love him so much.
2: You do. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And so I was just extra shy. And then I walked downstairs and Big Fat Panda was downstairs and I was like, why is everyone here?
0: (laughs) Big Fat Panda's cool.
1: Yeah, but I was too shy then too. But the thing is. It's behind clothes backs and the Polynesian.
0: (laughs) I I get the kind of shyness because I imagine that's how people feel when they meet us in real life. Um, Being such superstars. (laughs) But. (laughs) But. um, But the thing is, like. They wouldn't have known who you were necessarily. So could you not have just walked past them? And just pretended that you didn't know who they
1: were. I tried, <laughs> but I was like, ew, there's Ryan out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, wow. so I just got really shy and I just hid.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: Uh, but then I was really upset about it. Well,
0: yeah, but that, you know that's why you've got to go back. I know. You know, it's, it's, it's these kind of things that you go, well, I didn't do it this time, therefore, I have to go back because that, you know, I won't do the same thing again.
1: Yeah, and plus, I was not waiting in that two hour queue to get into Trader Sam's, so I just sat outside on the deck a bit.
0: Did you get a Kong Mansion cup?
1: No. I went Side, and then when I planned to go back on the Monday, literally, it rained so much, I, like, I couldn't even, I was like, no, I'm going home. <laughs>
0: Well, Chris, I heard you say that you got one. Um, Mm -hmm. How much were they? And the reason I asked that is because I just had some friends come back from uh, Disney World about two weeks ago. And I got them to, because my daughter is obsessed with BB-8 at the moment, and I saw those BB-8 cups. So I thought I'd like like a nice little gift to to get, like something to Mm -hmm. give her at Christmas because she likes, you know... Drinks things with straws. She's quite young, and she loves BB8. So I thought that'd be perfect for her. And I thought I'm gonna have to get a a brother one as well because that wouldn't be very nice. Not that he likes BB8 yet, but I'm sure he he, he will do in time. And um, they cost, I think, I think they were about fifteen dollars or something each. And because the exchange rate, it means that they were you know quite expensive what they were in the end. So how much were the haunted mansion ones?
2: Oh God. I, I can't remember off the top of my head but they were uh, I think they were 30 40 dollars something like that. Holy
1: yeah. Cow. Expensive. Yeah. Or the, the um special cups are really expensive. What mm. was
0: it made out of? It's ceramic. China. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. That that kind of makes more sense then cuz I was thinking it was just like a plastic effect kind of thing.
2: Well, they they're all, as far as I'm aware, they're all handmade as well. They're all um stamped on the bottom saying where they're from, so Trader Sam's uh, Florida blah blah blah. and then there th- this one particularly is kind of like a gray color mm. with like a blue wash and then it's sort of glazed, so it's sort of like a blue and gray effect. It's really, really nice,
1: yeah I'm just did you got Chris or did someone go? yeah.
2: I I got I got someone to get it for me. <laughs> oh wow, I was gonna
1: say, did you have a drink in it or no? No.
2: Yeah. No. I did I did get to I did get there but before it was released.
1: Did yeah. you did you have any drinks there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I always have the uh Krakatoa.
1: Well, I was look I looked at the menu for such a long time and I was like I really want one of these cups but I just don't fancy any of these cocktails.
2: Ah, oh, that you'd like the Krakatoa.
1: Well, in the end I went for spiky pineapple, didn't even get a cup with that. Ah.
0: <laughs> the thing is, like I, I in a in a former life I used to be a bartender that used to specialise in cocktails. So mm. I was all into mixology. And it's quite funny because I know you mean, Amanda, when you look at drinks, but like I would never drink gin and I didn't like brandy. But if you make a cocktail you know if if the ingredients are put together in a certain way you don't even taste the things you don't like
1: well i felt like did, was it just me or did they all have like cinnamon in them
2: uh, no but they all definitely had rum in them yeah that was like I, the main ingredient for every single one of them not opposed
1: I to a bit <laughs> of rum but i felt yeah. like every single one of them drinks was going to make me have a crazy eye yeah So I just went with a spiky pineapple because I thought it's a doll whip with rum in it. So I'll go for that.
2: (laughs) Well, there you go. But you can get you can if you go outside, you can get a doll whip in a specialty cup, can't you?
1: And they just gave it to me in a regular glass and they didn't even ID me. Oh, and I was waiting there with my little photocopied passport. Chris. (laughs)
2: Sorry. (laughs) It depends on the age of the person checking.
1: She was like, clearly you're over 25. Like, you're not getting ID'd. Ridiculous. And I was like, all right, then I guess I'm old.
0: Amanda, I'm going to make you feel better. Okay. okay. I'm going to tell you a story. This isn't Disney related, but I'll tell you a story nonetheless. Um, about 16, 17 years ago, um, I got invited to go on a pub crawl around London Soho, specifically around gay bars, ending up in the club <laughs> at the time called G.A.Y., Okay. and I'd never been, um, you know, to a gay a gay bar um, or a gay club or anything like that. So I thought I'd been like quite a bit of fun, so I was well up for it. Um, and I, for that reason, purposely thought, oh god, what's going to happen if someone hits on me? So I planned what I was going to say when somebody hits on me. <laughs> um, I didn't know about gay dolls, Uh and needless to say, even in The uh, unisex bathrooms that were everywhere. Not one person tried to hit on me. I was devastated. (laughs) No. But I know how you feel about the ID thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, why not? Why won't you ask me?
1: That's literally what I was like. So I went to Epcot and went to Food and Wine Festival, and I got like an actual adult doll whip from there, and they did ID me. (laughs) Yeah, you take my photocopied passport.
0: I've got to be honest. I remember um, we cause we didn't do a, a, a lot of drinking when we went food and wine before, but I remember that it was harder for us to get a drink at Universal than it was at Disney. Like, yeah. it, like they were really hot on IDs, uh, more so than than Disney were.
2: I think it's gone round the other way now.
1: Okay. Well, I got ID'd every time at Universal. Blimey. I know.
0: I liked wow. Discovery Cove because they gave you that pass that tells
2: you your age on it. You can do that at Halloween Horror Nights. Can you eat Oh, that's good. Yeah, that but saves But it's ID you
1: even with that band. Yeah, they
0: still, tell they? You to carry, they still tell you to carry around some ID with you. Well, I thought yeah. that was the point of the band. I know, that. said
1: Like, I've got a band, mate. I'm over 21.
0: And some people can be quite funny because it's a British passport.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. If it's, like, if it's I mean, not American, they can be a bit like, ooh,
2: but the thing is, I mean, I use my driver's license. I mean, how do they know whether it's a real driver's license or not? Push your price, logo. Uh,
1: in two term, the girl was like, oh, "I've never seen one of these before," and I was like, "Well, it's real."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, well, sorry. Because you said it's real, then that's completely no, fine. That, that makes all the difference. Thank you for well, showing you me your passport drink, from.
1: So <laughs> Thank I'm you for sorry. showing me your passport
2: from the Unicorn Company. <laughs> But I, I, when I was at uni, I drank a lot and then I stopped. And then only it's only since I had these back problems that I've started sort of drinking a bit more than I used to. And at Disney, I went to uh, Trader Sam's, I went to the new Indiana Jones bar and I went to the new Magician's bar. And all three of them were absolutely phenomenal. So if Disney's going to go down this route of having these really highly themed bars, then, you know, that gets my vote.
0: But did they not use to, wasn't that, the whole purpose of pleasure island
2: well it was until they got rid of it
0: yeah because i mean i didn't i never really spent any time around pleasure island i spent more time in virgin megastore and really <laughs> regretted like when people would talk about the adventures club the adventures mm. Club and stuff like that like how amazing it sounded and i just because I, I i don't think they were really pushing it while we were out there it all started to look a bit tired and so I think we just thought it was going to be quite lame, especially because yeah. like, my, you know, my experience of nightlife at Disney parks until going to downtown Disney was the Disney village. Yeah. It was dire. So I just assumed that downtown Disney was as bad as, as exciting as that, how wrong I was, but uh,
2: <laughs>
0: there you go. Lesson learned. So, um, we talked about drinking, which is great. Um, but Chris, what what were your kind of highlights of, of your time at Disney this time around?
2: Um, well, I, I only got chance to go to uh, Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and then the Boardwalk and Disney Springs. So I didn't get to Animal Kingdom, I didn't get to the studios. Um, and for Magic Kingdom, I only did uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, so I wasn't there during the day. But I did keep away from him, Jim, just because it's a massive construction site.
1: Oh.
2: Uh, I'm kind of waiting for Animal Kingdom to have different stuff come online. Because I think when we were out there, all the nighttime stuff had stopped, hadn't it, at Animal Kingdom? I think so. Yeah, because there was no nighttime show anymore, was there? That Jungle Book thing. Had
1: no. Got...
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that was that was why. And I was a bit tight for time as well. So I sort of had to knock stuff on the head but i did do the new frozen ride yes so and I, I you both done it yes yeah. Okay. yeah not together
1: <laughs> no okay.
2: um but i i thought i thought i was quite pleased with it the stuff that i liked from the old ride they'd still kept bits of it um and i thought the effects were good the i thought the animatronics were good uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, pretty good. What did you think, Amanda?
1: I loved it. I waited ninety minutes for this, and the whole time walking through the queue, I was like, "This had just better be the best ride that I've ever been on," because I've never <laughs> waited ninety minutes, and it was. It was so good. I really, really liked it, and everything worked perfectly.
2: Yeah, it did on my my run through as well.
1: I didn't know that I took a picture of you, though.
2: It's a bit redundant, the picture, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird, weird place to take a picture and a bit of a weird picture. But I loved this ride. Yeah. Isn't Every it? single day that we were at Epcot, I was like, guys, we're really going to wait for it today. And then it'd be like, yeah, two hours. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then on our last Disney day, we were like, we're going to have to just do it. And
0: loved it. I mean, I think as Dark Rides go, um, I've not been on it, I've just seen um, some of the good videos that people have produced (laughs) of it. Um, It does look like a really good Dark Ride. And obviously still using that kind of same technology that was there when it was Maelstrom.
1: I miss Maelstrom. And I was a bit upset about um, Frozen replacing it. But I'm not upset anymore, I really liked it.
2: I I particularly like the bit where she sings "Let It Go."
1: Yeah, and then you go you go backwards. Loved
2: it. Yeah, because she sort of uh, she flings her arms open to do the the big "Let It Go," you know, the top. <laughs> as she does that, it sort of throws you backwards, and then as you're going back, I mean, huge spoilers here. Sorry, turn your <laughs> off quickly. Um, all the walls light up with like uh, sort of like her magic directing mm. you out of the, you know, out of her castle. Mm really yeah.
0: clever the effects the effects look great um i know what scene you're talking about um so i've obviously seen that as well but i mean i, I thought the um i thought all the animatronics are good but i mean i especially thought the the olafs they done were, were very good um
1: yeah Class, so cute
0: mm. and uh, I, i'm glad they've done it so well but how do you feel it fits in with world showcase
1: it's mm. a strange one, I think. I mean, it—it's not horrible that it's there. It's a little bit strange, mm. but they have these Viking guys that are all outside, and Chris, did you see them? No. Oh my god, they're so funny, so so funny. They're oh. literally trying to steal my nose piercing. <laughs> They're so good, and they're just interacting with everybody. And so they've just got, they've added all little bits around Norway, and so you kind of just forget that it doesn't really fit in.
0: (laughs) Well, Norway was always a bit of a funny one, because um, unlike the other countries in the World Showcase, um, obviously except for the UK, um, it's the only country that I knew quite well. spent quite a lot of time in Norway when I was younger, and it didn't really feel like Norway.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So, but in the same way that it doesn't really feel like the UK. Yeah. You know, Sticking stick a place that does fish and chips <laughs> doesn't really make, you know, and sells tea, you know, it doesn't doesn't really make it British because, I mean, the fish and chips, we had the... I remember when we watched um, Illuminations, the Epcot version, not the Disneyland Paris version that's coming, that um, we because we, we wanted to get our view at that location, that we ended up eating in the Rose and Crown in the takeaway bit. And we got fish and chips. Um, and just was like, this isn't fish and chips. Like, okay, <laughs> okay, yes, yes. On paper, it is fish, it is chips. But that is not British fish and chips. <laughs> so, no. but you know, I mean, people are obviously kind of worried now about you know, well, Frozen's been so successful. What about doing stuff elsewhere? I mean, they've talked for years and years, haven't they, about a Japanese attraction to go in that pavilion. What
1: yeah. could
0: do then? Well, originally it was going to be, they always talked about a Godzilla type attraction. now You know, because
2: <laughs> when, when you
0: think Japan, you think Godzilla.
2: D- did Donald Trump come up with that one?
0: Yeah, it's going to be a bit of huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> And he's going to make the Japanese pay for it as well. Um, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> um, and I mean, of, of more recent times, of course, they've been talking about um, the the Ratatouille ride. Now, Jim Hill has talked about that going in Pixar Place or whatever that Pixar area is going to be called in the studios when it's fully expanded. Um, but I did also see another uh, another blogger this week say that it looks like it could be going into the French Pavilion again, which is where it was originally earmarked for. So I don't think anyone really knows, but maybe because of the success of the Frozen Ride, that's now back on the table. And for Japan, of course, you could, I suppose, in a way, do Big Hero 6.
1: Yes! Because
0: it's, you know, I know technically it's San Francisco, but it's also half Tokyo. Yeah,
1: mm. San Francisco, It's so, it
0: called? Yeah, that's it. So, you know, I, you know, that could work, you know. And I can't imagine it being a big ride. I'd imagine it being like a, a simulator-type ride or something, but that would be sufficient. I mean, it would just add to that. But, you know, do you want to start seeing the World Showcase be Disney rides or no. Disney franchises, or do you want it to be kept as it originally was, which was a snapshot, it a very touristy-centric version of... Um, The countries it was supposed to represent. Mm. I'd prefer
1: it to kind of just stay as is.
2: Mm. Tricky one, that one.
0: Yeah. That's it. I think there's pros and cons. But Frozen's definitely made it harder. Set precedent. Yeah.
2: I think think they've had a programme for a while, though, to try and character up Epcot, haven't they? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's always been the the kind of land that's a lot of people have argued isn't Disney. Which, to be honest, isn't that the point of Epcot? Yeah. Is that it's it's not? I mean, you know, the original concept, and I'm talking not what it, what opened, but the original concept for Epcot, to me, is kind of like a futuristic celebration.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, which obviously Epcot itself isn't anything like. But, you know, it was, what was it, the Experimental Prototype City of Tomorrow?
2: Yeah. Every person comes out tired.
0: (laughs) 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 So, you know, it's it's already, like, gone way past that. But, yeah, I I don't know. So, did anyone do food and wine?
1: Every night that I wasn't at Halloween Horror Nights, I was at food and wine.
0: Wow! Did you see anyone yeah. exciting?
1: Um, no.
0: Okay. I d- I didn't mean just as you was walking around. I meant because of like the the entertainment they put on.
1: Oh, I saw um the woman that we were talking about a while ago, who is in the German pavilion, who wears the really too short dress for her age, I think.
0: <laughs>
1: what? Madonna. <laughs> She wears like the tiniest dress ever. <laughs> um, and she sings all German songs and she does a bit of yodeling. And I saw like the best belly dancer that I've ever seen, ever.
2: Oh, uh, what, Jiggles?
1: Perfect, <laughs> not like. Oh,
2: she's well known, Jiggles. She's <laughs> up there with Sticky Vicky, old Jiggles is.
0: Well, Sticky Vicky in the UK pavilion. <laughs> yes, our contribution <laughs> to Epcot. <laughs>
1: Bring
0: your own oh ping pong God. ball
1: <laughs> and no. pen. No um, sticky
0: vicky. I was I was actually um, talking more about um, not the entertainment at the at the, at the pavilions, but um, the actual musical entertainment.
1: Oh yeah, I saw playing white teas.
0: See, our friends were out there for playing white teas, and it was quite funny because when we caught up with them uh, last week, and um, we were talking, you know, we about food and wine, and I said, "Oh, who did you see?" And they said they saw. Um, I can't remember his name, but the guy who sings... Je- is it Jeffrey Osborne who sings On the Wings of Love? I have no idea. You oh, blimey. You know, you know song the song I'm talking about, Chris, don't you? You know, on, yeah. the on the of Wings world. of
1: Love.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, apparently he's saying that for the whole half-hour set. Um, and um, I can't remember who else they said they... They, so they named a few other people that were quite 80 centric um, but they said, uh, yeah, there was some band called Plain White Tees. Never heard of them. And I was like, that's probably the most current band that was on.
1: Yeah. That had that
0: whole lineup Because <laughs> <laughs> they still tour quite regularly, don't they? Yeah. I, I'm not massively famous, but uh, you know, they had a, a, a massive song, which you still hear quite often. So. Well, they
1: played that very last. Well, of course they did. I had to sit through the whole entire thing first.
0: Yeah, it's like if you go and see Hoopersank. They're not going to play the, the reason till the encore. No. You have to true. sit through everything else first.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. But, but the entertainment was good. What was the food like?
1: I love food and wine because you know that I'm like a dead picky eater.
0: Mm.
1: But I love eating around the world.
0: <laughs> and what's it like for vegetarian options?
1: There's quite a few vegetarian options. Morocco was best. It had hummus fries, which I first thought were going to be actual fries and actual hummus. No, it was like fries of falafel with hummus, and they were amazing.
2: Oh, I had them.
1: They're so good.
2: Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah. I've never seen them before. I hope they bring them back.
1: I know. I hope they bring them back too. Uh,
2: Because someone, who was it was telling me now, um, the, the Moroccan restaurant that's built on the water side. Tom um, was um, telling me that you can get them in there. Oh, really? If you ask for them, yeah.
1: Oh. That's good. Well, there's quite a few countries that had pretty good vegetarian options. They usually have one whole little bit for just vegetarian stuff. I think it's called like green, green something. But they're usually pretty alright with the vegetarian stuff.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, what about you? what about yourself, Chris? What did you what did you find
2: there other than the Hummus fries? Um I went to a lot of old faithfuls. Um so uh like the fajitas and the um uh the the piece of um uh fillet steak with the with the sauce and the potato and Yeah, a lot of old faithfuls this time. I didn't get much time to experience food and wine. Mm. Um, that's what I would normally do. Um we kind of wanted to do frozen and we wanted to do the new soaring uh, and we kind of just fit food and wine in quickly between the two and then we had to go. So hmm.
1: um,
2: what did you think of new soaring?
1: Um,
2: I, I think I prefer old soaring.
1: I prefer old soaring too.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think you could tell the ones that are computer generated. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. And I, I felt that um, it, it just, I think there's a, a, an authenticity to the old days with a helicopter, you know, and proper, you know, proper landscapes and, and, and a kind of little bit of jeopardy, you know, mm. whereas with the drones and, and all the other stuff uh, and then the CGI as well, it just I just don't think it, it cut it you know
0: mm. well the CGI especially I think is the most disappointing element of that I think that's a real shame mm. because it's, it's quite funny like Jurassic Park or Terminator 2 but I mean they were that they were like the, the big CGI films that's where CGI first started to really become a big thing. Yeah. If you go back and watch Terminator 2 now or Jurassic Park now, they don't look that dated. I mean, you know, the computers that they use and, you know, things like that, that is dated in some of the fashion. But the special effects themselves don't look that dated. And yet, like some of the films that come out year on year, some of the effects look terrible still, that CGI. You'd have thought that yeah. it got better over time, and if anything, they, they often get seem to get worse. Yeah. And I think the thing is like, you know, now four K is is like a big thing. So now um things that wouldn't have looked so bad ten years ago are now projected at, you know, eight times the quality they were before. So you can really mm-hmm. notice how bad these things look. Um,
2: yeah, but it's a shame to hear that though. That it even well, is as bad as it looks. Well, I'm, I'm hoping now that the fact that there's like a incredibly short queue for it because they've got the new theatre, I'm hoping that in, going forward the, they alternate it. Right. And then maybe they'll have separate queues for one or the other.
1: Mm. Oh, I'd love that.
2: I think, I, you know, because it's all right marching forward, and I think you need to do that. But I think also that if you're going to march forward, then you need to everything needs to be better. And just doing a CGI of the Taj Mahal and pumping some sort of magnolia smell in <laughs> didn't really cut it.
1: Well, I sat on the on the left hand side, everything was bent. Really? Yeah, like um the what's that thing called in Paris?
2: Eiffel like- Tower?
1: Yeah, Eiffel Tower. Um it was really bent.
2: Oh right. That, like,
1: everything was so warped on the screen. Well, I guess you to sit, like, right in the middle.
0: It's a curved screen, isn't it? It's a curved mm-hmm. IMAX dome, I think, is what they use. And that's always been my... I've never experienced what you've experienced, but that's always been my thing, my fear, sitting on the edge. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's, it is curved. So things are going to be curved. And, uh, yeah, that that kind of demonstrates that that does actually happen. So, um, top tip, don't sit on the outside.
1: Exactly. You
2: can ask for um, top middle seat. Not top, middle or bottom like Michael Barrymore. Or what? Or what? But you can ask for the top middle and then they'll hold you back and then they'll put you in the right place. Okay. That's good. So, um,
0: what else? Um, so you, you avoided Animal Kingdom and you, you avoided the construction sites. That's understandable. Um, Amanda, you did go and visit the construction site, didn't you?
1: Yeah. You know what? I had such a fun time at MGM, Hollywood Studios. You can't spend the whole day there because there's not enough stuff there anymore, really. But I love Tower of Terror and I love Rock and Roller Coaster. So it's worth it just to go and do those. Yep. So we went a couple of times, just did those, and then left and went to Epcot. And then we thought it would be a really good idea because obviously they've changed Steven Tyler's hand on Rock and Roller Coaster now. So we did the hand gesture on Rock and Roller Coaster and Disney bled our hands out on the picture. <laughs> I
0: saw. <laughs> and did show us the evidence of to prove that this is not a lie. And it did, it did make me chuckle. I don't think they do in Paris. I'm sure I've seen people do the shocker in Paris.
1: Like, like why are you blaring it out? You've you've had it there for, like, 15 whatever years. was because some disgruntled
0: mum has gone, Don't you
1: know what that means? Well, some disgruntled mum, like, shouldn't be looking at my photo past pictures.
0: (laughs) That That is a good point. Well made, yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: No, so they blurred out, but we had such a fun time going on those two. We went to see Beauty and the Beast. We love the Beauty and the Beast show. I've
0: well, never said, that. I have done it, actually, the Beauty and oh, the yeah. Beast show. No. Me it's neither. So what? Well, it's because yeah. we're men. We don't like silly things.
1: Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love Beauty and the Beast.
2: Can and I make it's... a point of order, though? Yeah. When they changed his hand on the Aerosmith ride, Mm-hmm. He then went there a few weeks later to go on the ride.
1: Yeah.
2: And then he was at Halloween Horror Nights last weekend. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So what's happening with Steve Tyler all of a sudden in in one year going to Florida twice?
1: I think he's ditching Disney and he's going to move to Universal.
2: I think he's
0: old and he's looking to retire. (laughs) That would explain him going to Florida, surely.
1: No, he can't retire. They're doing a, a tour soon.
0: Yeah, the, the the I need to pay for my Golden Oaks retirement <laughs> tour. <laughs> Golden Oaks is expensive,
1: yeah, and it's...
0: Mick Jagger still does it. Um, yeah, come on, I like Aerosmith, but he's not getting any younger, is he? Let's be honest, <laughs> Steve Tyler, please come on. But um, yeah, That's a, but yeah, you're right. It's it's a strange one. It's a strange one. Maybe he's got some family out there. him yeah. Yeah. Could
1: be. Never know. I think it's up to something.
0: Hmm. Maybe, maybe uh, it'll be Rip Rock and Roller Coaster with Aerosmith. Maybe. And maybe we'll finally get that Hannah Montana makeover that they promised us all those years ago for Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you remember that? That's going to be a, a thing. Where do these rumours come from? <laughs>
0: The mouths of idiots that just want attention, (laughs) which is why I suggest I I told the world that third gate Universal was going to be Game of Thrones. Oh yeah,
2: that's true though, isn't it, (laughs) Nick? That's true.
0: But yes, that that is that is obviously true. That is a rumor I started. It is obviously true. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so actually, you know what? I um we've talked about Tower of Terror a hell of a lot recently because of what's been going on. Um. And you know your other favorite ride there, and probably my favorite ride uh, at the studios, any any of the studio parts actually, is Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, so it, it opened when '99, I think. Rock and Roller Coaster in Florida. Um, so it's been going a good while now. And we talked about Terra Terra and the fact that you know the Twilight Zone and not being uh, very very cool with the kids. Is it time for a makeover for rock and roller coaster?
1: No, no.
0: So you're not you're not no. you're not you're not up for rock and roller coaster avec Justin Bieber?
1: Definitely not.
0: Oh God, because that would tie with, the, You know, I did the avec thing because of you know Canada, you know, French. <laughs> um, um, okay, um, who else could it be? Rock and Roller Coaster starring...
1: Playing White Tears.
0: No, they've only... You've just just been... (laughs) Hey, there's a liar (laughs) there for two and a half minutes. there would be no combination of any other music. Um, Hanson. There's one. How about that? Uh, I saw Smash Mouth last year. Oh, God. Can you imagine listening to All Star? (laughs) Going around that. (laughs) God. Yeah. The thing is, like, there's not really big rock bands anymore, are they? No. I can't really think of, like, a big... You know, like, over here we still have bands like Arctic Monkeys, which are very popular and very rocky, but it, you don't really get the bands like The Who and The Stones and The Beatles anymore, do you?
1: No, but I think it should just stay Aerosmith.
0: A Rock and Roller Coaster with it doesn't really fit. No. Oh. Ah, Rock and Roller Coaster with uh, the Late Late Show with James Corden, Carpool Karaoke Edition.
1: That would be pretty funny.
0: Yeah. So I could do something there. No, I just... I mean, I I like Aerosmith and I love the ride. But I do think maybe it should be something a bit
2: more current. Hmm. I don't know. They're quite classic, though.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people are really into Aerosmith. Like, even if they do just know one or two songs... I feel like it's not that big of a deal if someone doesn't know who they are mm. because the ride's so good.
0: See, Kiss would have worked out really well for that. Oh
1: my God, that would be amazing. For that,
0: for that reason. <laughs> because the thing is, I don't think... I don't think I'd ever listened... Actually, no, I'd listened... I knew one Kiss song, which was God Gave Rock and Roll to You, and that was only because I was a big fan of Bill & Ted when I was a kid. And when they released when McFarlane released the Kiss action figures, I bought the band. Did ya? Yeah, because they were so, you, know, you just looked at them and I was like, they are so cool. I had no interest in knowing anything about their music, but I needed those toys on my shelf. Um, I, I do like Kiss and I obviously know who they mix. are and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of their music. Um, and in fact, we'll talk about that a bit later on, Chris. Remind me. Um, okay. But I think just because of like the iconography and everything like that, that ride would have worked whether you knew them or not more so than Aerosmith. But I mean, the the one thing I will say about Rock and Roller Coast is the songs they chose are great songs, whether you know them or not. You know, I I didn't know all the songs on that ride, but I've listened, you know, I've then discovered that those songs after the ride, if that makes sense.
1: So Mm -hmm. that way
0: it works, but okay. Um, Did you do anything else in the studios?
1: Um, Toy Story
0: Mania.
1: Mm -hmm. I managed to get a fast pass for it really easily this year with the new track. Mm -hmm. But my gun didn't work.
0: Oh, that's the excuse I use on Buzz Lightyear, but it's true.
1: But this was true. This was real life. So I had to just sit there the whole entire time like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? And then, so I was getting off and the guy was like, oh, did you have a fun time? And I was like, no, mate, I didn't because my gun was broke. And then he just let me go on it again awesome I know so like really I have to just lie every time and do this again
0: as I should do though because the thing is like you know there's nothing worse you know I joked about the Buzz Lightyear the gun thing but I had I had religiously been on Buzz Lightyear and one of the guns hasn't worked and there's no fun just going around while someone's able to go and you're just sat there like a lemon
1: yeah while everyone else is having loads of fun in your car and you're just sat there like ugh Because they've just wasted wasted a fast pass on this. That's it. But they were kind. They let me go back on it. So it was all good.
0: And did you win?
1: No, I'm rubbish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And was there anything else you went on in your short stay at the studios? Um,
1: no. No, I don't think that we went on anything. Oh, we went on Star Tours because that's Asha's favourite. Um... Don't think we really did anything else at the studio. Oh, great movie ride! But we do that every time.
0: Yeah, while it's still there.
1: Yeah, while well, it's still there. <laughs> Where it's like, I know it's boring. It's like twenty-five minutes long, but you have got to do it in case it's Mario next time.
0: No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, I love the great movie ride, even the bits that we've talked about that still scare us. Um, but um, yeah, just it's just a bit of a rite of passage. Isn't yeah, it? it's something you you really should do. It was like the first time we went. I didn't even know Jungle Cruise was at Magic Kingdom. What? So we didn't we didn't do we didn't do Jungle Cruise because I didn't know it was there. And of course, when I found out it was, cause the thing is we got to remember as well is that it's a big old place. Mm. Magic Kingdom is a big old place, especially if you're used to like Disneyland Paris. It's a big place, and um, I think we just spent a lot of time about the map, so we just you know went on things that we found, and we just didn't find the Jungle Cruise for whatever reason. So. Uh, I made sure I made up for it the next time I went. But um, yeah, you you just got to go on things like that.
1: Well, I've recently discovered that one of my friends who I was hanging out with this year hasn't ever really spent any time at Disney. Like, they've never been to Epcot. I think they've only been to Magic Kingdom but years ago and maybe a little bit of time at Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. So next year they're going to be there at the same time as we are again, and I'm going to make them have the best Disney holiday ever and show them everything at Disney.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. And
1: I think that'll be so good for me, because I'll get to do all the stuff that usually I miss out on, but it'll also be really good for them, and they'll have the best holiday ever.
0: Yeah. I, I love going... We, we did... um we, When we went to Disneyland Paris's 20th anniversary, we went with my mother-in-law and my parents, and... My parents had been a couple of times before my mother-in-law hadn't been at all, so it was really good I, I mean but, you know it was good to show both of them stuff they hadn't seen before because there was yeah. things that my parents weren't aware of um but great for her because it, everything was new, and we was able to just you, you look at things differently when you've got to do it for someone that doesn't know those things
2: exactly.
1: and I think
0: you do take things for granted sometimes because you're just used to them.
1: Yeah, when you're like, oh, Carousel of Progress, we've already done that.
0: Well, let's not go crazy. I mean, you know, there are <laughs> there are always exceptions in the Carousel of Progress, unless it's a bloody hot day and you want to be in an air-conditioned room for like half an hour. Yeah,
1: we you had know. to go in there this year because it was so rainy when it was hurricane time. it That called for a Carousel of Progress, minute. it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it serves its purpose. Yeah.
2: Last, last year, I think it was last year, or year before, I did the... Um, the studio tram tour because I knew they were going to shut it a few weeks later to start doing all the expansion. Yep. And oh my God, there was nothing more depressing than going on the tram tour (laughs) towards towards the end. (laughs) There was just nothing left. No, I I can imagine. Uh, There used to be some sets over here. There used to be some props over here. (laughs) There's nothing over here. There's a crane. (laughs)
0: Oh man, I, I I used to like the studio tour, but even we last went on it in 2010 and it was dated then. In yeah. fact, we spent a lot of I recorded it, and we spent a lot of it just taking a piss out of each
2: other. Oh. Which
0: actually says a lot about our relationship, actually, that we'll just abuse each other.
2: <laughs> it's sad, isn't it, really, because that was like the highlight of the whole place, wasn't it?
0: That's it. It was, you know, at, when the park opened. Thing, away. When the park opens, um, <laughs> he was grabbing down the microphone. Um, you know, it was a, you know it was supposed to be a working studios,
2: mm.
0: and so the the tour was was kind of supposed to be a bit of a jewel in the crown. And I suppose it was. I mean, I still I, I love like Catastrophe Canyon and that. I, you know, I think the way they do it is still really cool. And it's yeah. like I used to love Earthquake in Universal again. Like it was a bit dated, but just how they get what happens to work in a way that it does and to feel quite real. You know, there's a certain charm to it that you, yeah. know, you won't get now. I mean, at least what they're replacing that, that whole area with isn't just sitting in front of a screen, I suppose. There'll actually be some attractions, but, but even so. So, were there any other highlights of your, your time at Disney?
1: Um, Mickey's Not So Scary was pretty cool, but I did talk about that on our Halloween special, but Chris hasn't spoken about his time at Mickey's Not So Scary yet.
0: It's Mickey's Not So Scary. <laughs> I love that song. It is my favourite song. It, it's infectious. Oh, love it.
2: Well, we did it the night before our Scare Zone R.I.P. tour, and my partner got injured.
1: Got, oh yeah! She
2: got something in her eye during the fireworks, <gasps> and we had to spend some time in their medical sick bay. And then the next day, we had to go to the hospital. So then I was late for the sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so what? I've had an eye injury, so I now I know how bloody painful they are.
2: Mm. Um, what was it? Was it a bit of uh, debris from the fireworks, or we think so? What it was the night. That night was the forty fifth. No, I'm getting I'm getting my dates muddled up. We went to back to the Magic Kingdom. We went to Mickey's Not So Scary a few nights before. Then we went back, and it was it was the night we went back, and it was the forty fifth anniversary. That was why we were there. Right. And that and that day, you'll remember this. I don't know where you were at, Amanda, but do you remember it just rained, yeah, and rained and it all, like all day almost. It just solid rain. Yeah,
1: it was crazy.
2: It was crazy rain. And then about, I don't know, eight, nine o'clock, um, it stopped raining. So it was a little bit foggy, a little bit hazy. And then the wind got up. And it, it was it was then about, I don't know, nine, ten o'clock when they started doing the fireworks. So um, when the fireworks are finished, you normally have a great big cloud of, you know, firework dust, as it were. that usually just kind of disperses off into the atmosphere. But because it was such a heavy atmosphere that night, it kind of all came down like quite a thick fog.
0: Yeah,
2: and there was bits flying around, and it was that's when her eye something went in her eye.
0: (sighs) But she's she was was okay.
2: Yeah, she she she's basically the outer membrane of the eyeball was was scarred by something. Jeez. Yeah, possibly.
1: Such a trooper.
2: I know it was. Oh God.
1: She's such a tough cocky. (laughs)
2: Because really. She shouldn't have come to the uh, oh. meetup, but she was adamant. She, she was...
1: powered through. She was so tough. But I was proud of her.
2: <laughs> and uh, we, um, yeah. So it's the outer membrane is, is slightly injured. So at the moment, she can. It sort of feels like something's in her eye, but it moves around because the membrane kind of just moves around the eyeball. But it's getting less and less every day. So,
1: oh, ah, yeah. so if she's still struggling with it. Yeah.
2: Well, that makes yeah. me. Do you think we should uh, put a claim in where there's blame? There's a claim. In? Oh, absolutely!
0: <laughs> and of course, with the massive windfall, um, maybe, maybe you know, a little bit of those proceeds can pay for our disaster After Dark and Universal After Dark trip
2: next year. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I'll write to Disney, and if they give me enough money, I'll take us all out there. How about that? Oh yeah,
0: don't be silly. Um, I'm not talking about when you get like two grand compensation. No, no. We're talking when you're you got millions. <laughs> that's, that's when a couple of grand might be better to spend on the show trip. Um, but no, I mean, I, I nothing as bad as that. But I got a bit of wood, a bit uh, a splinter of some rotting wood that we was having to carry out someone's house. Are oh, you um, joking? Got me, got it right in my eye, and oh. you. I've never felt pain like it. And I've given birth to children, um, no, clearly not. But, um,
1: <laughs> but like, I mean, it was
0: it was excruciating, and luckily I was in North London at the time, so I wasn't that far away from uh, Moorfields, mm-hmm. which is like the specialist eye hospital. So I was able to get down there, and um, yeah, it just it scratched the retina, um, and I were able to 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 get it out. It was like a, some of it had already come out, but I, there was like a little bit still in there and I managed to get that out um but because I was working so this was back in my cocktail days so I was working in the bar and it was when people still smoked in bars when that was still allowed and um they said what do you do for work and I said that you know I, I, I do this and I'll do that and they said oh well when you've got your bar shifts um if it's a smoky environment you need to wear an eye patch and they gave me like this fabric uh, you know, dressing style eye patch, and I was like, ain't wearing that. So I'm, I went out and bought a proper Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, eye patch.
1: And oh. brought, like
0: a complete badass. <laughs> and I was gutted. I only had to wear it for a week. I was like, oh, can't I keep wearing it? Because it was a proper talking point as well.
1: Just wear it anyway. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I wish uh, I wish I could wear an eye patch again. But not for the reason, you know, I don't want to go through the pain again. That was definitely not fun. So, completely sympathise. But, thinking about that, and the fact that she then went on the Scare I.P. tour,
2: was it half as scary? <laughs> well, <laughs> she,
1: I, I feel like it wasn't.
2: Well, she she shuts her eyes anyway when we go through the houses. So I, have to, <laughs> I have to guide her around, like you know, and then... Um, because she was sort of, you know, you know, like Sith, stuff in face. The, the only one that was a problem was uh, Tomb of the Ancients because they got all these reeds and, I don't know, you know, like rubber snakes and all this sort of stuff hanging from the ceiling. Right. And, of course, they were smashing into her face and I had to sort of try and cover her. And, oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, fly. But uh, going back to Mickey's Not So Scary, we yes. did dress up this year and it's the first time we haven't dressed up.
1: Mm.
2: ah last year i did go as beetlejuice and i think i've told you umpteen times about that but i just wasn't sure of the costume regulations and and this year i don't know what you thought amanda but generally i didn't see as many people dressed up as i had in the past
1: well i spoke about on the on the last one we went pretty late at night so most of the kids had gone home but yeah. there was a fair few people dressed up. But it's tending to be now. I think a lot of people are confused about the costume regulations. Yeah. A lot of people were more like Disney bounding instead.
2: Oh, right. Okay. Like what they do when they're running.
1: Yeah. So like where you kind of wear something that's kind of costumey, but could be also taken as just your regular clothes as well. Yeah. Um, it was more so that. Right. And it rained pretty bad and um earlier in the night as well, so I think probably a lot of people had got changed. Yeah. But I well, you know what I'm like, I love dressing up for everything, so I'll always dress up for Mickey's, not so scary. You
2: yeah. What... Sorry, Chris, come. On. I was gonna say, what was your character again?
1: I was Esmeralda again, but like red dressed Esmeralda this time. Um but
2: still, nobody got it. I, well, I, I think that if you can, because we've done this once before, we did it a long time ago. We went as um, the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yeah. And we, uh, I was Tonto. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's a whole different story, that one. And we basically, we just spent the whole day going around all the thrift short stores and all the sort of cheap clothes stores, and we sort of just put the whole two costumes together. Mm-hmm. And awesome. uh, that was like a lot of fun because it's sort of like the whole day was like one giant activity.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I can see that. Yeah. You know what, what I think would be really cool is if um, I could go to Mickey's Not So Scary with you and Logan and we all dress up as Beetlejuice. Yeah. Because you need three Beetlejuice. You, can, you know, you can get away with one, but, you know, three <laughs> Beetlejuice is even better.
2: It, it was honest to God the first time I'd ever felt like an actor. Because everybody was just shouting stuff at me. Which I've never had in my life ever. And I've dressed up quite a few times for these sort of things. But there was so much love for that character.
1: Oh, my God. I totally forgot. One night I was leaving Magic Kingdom. And there was a girl dressed in full chance at Magic Kingdom. (laughs) I think I saw
2: her on the the Facebook group.
1: Yeah, she... I think she went to a convention or something, uh, and so she'd made this costume, and I was walking out of Magic Kingdom, and I was trying to take a sneaky picture of her. So she was <laughs> really on to me doing it. And she was like, real chance. It was amazing. And I was like, as if you're going to Magic Kingdom, dress like chance. That's the best thing ever. Wish I'd awesome. that. But wow. she was really good
0: i love it when Uh, stuff like that happens actually yeah but But the night oh Chris i was gonna say if you if you like people shouting stuff at you get married
2: i I already know what that feels like (laughs) (laughs) but but the night we went as um the lone ranger and tonto so i went as the johnny depp tonto okay and uh with the white and the black face makeup did you have the crow on your head I did have the crow on the head and I accidentally got in the car after spending an hour putting the crow on my head and smashed the thing off. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So we had to super glue it back on. But I remember we were, um, we'd done the night and it was a really humid night and we were on the tram coming back to the car and all of my black and white makeup had just melted all down my face. I looked like um, the Joker in the original Batman where, I think someone throws something in his face. You know the you know the scene. In the Burton one. In the Burton one, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like that. It was just all running down my face. Yeah. And there was this kid next to me on the tram, and he couldn't have been no more four or five years old, and he was just staring at me the whole time in terror.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because your face is melting like that Nazi in Raiders of the Lost Ark.
2: Or, or like yeah, or, or just like that
0: yeah. Because <laughs> um, I went... Um, uh, Lindsay went as a, as a as a witch, and I went as a pirate, and um, we'd bought we'd, we'd kind of we had as much fun as you. We'd kind of gone to, I think it was Party City we went to and got oh, a few yeah. bits there, and then we'd gone to a Target and a Walmart and got bits and pieces there to kind of make up the rest of our costumes, and um, and I was wearing eyeliner, and that you know on the same journey back. Um, I don't think it was just because of the tram back. I think it was just, you know, the night in general. But yeah, my eyeliner started running all down my <laughs> face. So and I, I know, <laughs> I know what it feels like with the makeup running down. So I would have, I would have, you know, uh, I you know I'm, I'm glad you found an actual bird. I think if I'd have done that costume, I'd have probably just cheaped out and bought a copy of the Cro-On DVD. <laughs>
2: and just, just, want, just had that on my head. But you not know my favorite. My favorite costume one year, uh, my partner she went as Elsa, which we did another thing where we made it all from scratch. So, Elsa from Frozen, but I went as because it's Halloween themed, I went as Marty Hopkirk, (laughs) and no, nobody strangely got that one. (laughs) I even had the you know, the jingle when Marty Hopkirk appears at yeah, I even had that on my phone, (sighs) nothing, nobody. Wasted
0: sometimes, Chris. I think that's a problem with us. Wasted.
2: We're too old. <laughs> although although
0: I also I also think that um Randall Hopcock probably wasn't a big hit in America. Probably uh, not. Maybe it have didn't been, make its way there, I don't think. Yeah, that may have had something to do with it. Which reminds me, next time I go if I don't get to go as Beasle Juice, I might go as Quincy. Um <laughs> <laughs> Just just random old I old show I could think of. Um now, we've talked about Disney. we've talked about um universal as well or actually sorry before I, i'm jumping ahead of myself here um was there anything else from your your visits to disney that you wanted to discuss that we may not have got around to talking about
2: just just one quick thing the indiana jones bar down at disney springs mm. amazing food amazing cocktails amazing you know atmosphere that's definitely a must now
0: is it hanger jocks jocks uh, jock Lindsay's hanger jock Lindsay's hanger yes i should remember that this is my wife's name jock. yeah jock um but it because it looks good
2: oh yeah but it's, it it's great the hype. yeah i mean all, the drinks are great the food's really good in there um it's all like small plates which is what all those bars kind of are
0: yeah
2: um you've got your novelty cocktail glasses as well which you can buy okay um and uh yeah it's just a fun atmosphere it's nice to be somewhere where there ain't no kids (laughs) (laughs)
0: don't know what that's like anymore (laughs) had six six hours away from last week didn't know what to do with ourselves um what this is actually something that we haven't really talked about um with either of you but disney springs yeah that would have been your first time at disney springs wouldn't it
2: yeah it would be yeah what did you what did you make of disney springs um i think it's a i think it's an improvement i mean i do miss as you were saying earlier i do miss some of the old pleasure island Mm. um but i think it's a it's a massive improvement i mean it feels much much bigger than it was because there there is so much more shops there i mean it it does feel a little bit like a premium outlet a little bit Mm. um but they have got some very good quality stores there. Although strangely, there's still no Apple Store, so I don't know what's happening with that. Um, and then just just the, the number of restaurants. I mean, there's just, I mean, there's just stacks of restaurants there now. Mm. So I thought it was, I thought I thought yeah, good. What about yourself, Amanda?
1: I didn't really spend that much time there. I think I just spent a couple of hours. But I think it's definitely better than it was. Mm shop and restaurant wise. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't go to that bar though, so that's a shame.
0: But, well again, oh, a reason reason to go back.
1: Exactly. I love I love to use a man as catchphrase. That's awesome.
0: Um that's I thought you're dead good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are dead good.
0: <laughs> I did um I did like um, but, I'd, sorry, I did, I did agree with what you were saying there, Chris, about the premium outlets. It does feel, well, it, it does look very premium outlet Yeah. Without there being any outlets, obviously, because it's, it's all normal shops, isn't it? But, um, it is, But yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's odd about the Apple thing, because, I mean, the rumour at the time, when Virgin closed, was it was going to be an Apple store. And then it mm. was the uh, car place, wasn't it? Um, God, what were those cars called? <sighs> I remember.
1: What's
0: that go in
1: the water? Huh? The cars that go in the water.
0: Um, I don't know if they went into water. They were remote control ones though. Oh no, no. Jammers. I'm sure they're called something jammers.
1: Yeah, mm,
2: whatever.
0: I don't know. I know because I know it was odd because they they sold them in a Disney store in Oxford Street when that reopened for a little while. They did a, a section there it didn't last very long, but um, it was that and then it was a Diana exhibition. Well, that might have been before, It's very odd. Um, And then, obviously, it became Splitsville. But you'd have thought with the relationship that Disney have with Apple, the connections there, that they've been primed for a shop.
2: Yeah, I think they're missing out. And I know uh, Panic Hollywood's changing,
0: but no change yet to Blue Man Group.
2: Well, the strange thing about Planet Hollywood was when they announced that Disney Springs was happening, they said, all right, it's going to be the observatory. Planet Hollywood is going. And they've continued on with the design because the design outside, they were doing it while I was there, and it's absolutely spot on to the concept art. Mm. But now all of a sudden, Planet Hollywood is staying, and the Planet Hollywood name was being revised. They're putting up the the Vegas logo.
0: Yes, yeah, because pretty much... I think the only one now that's left that has that original sign is probably Paris. Oh right. Because London also, um, I mean, I I, I refer to it as a Times Square look more than a Vegas look. But yeah, um, the the London Planet Hollywood now looks like the one in Times Square on a much, but on a smaller scale. Um, But Paris still looks like what Disney Village, sorry, what Disney Springs and downtown as it used to be, which was the, the globe that you used to kind of walk up the stairs to.
2: Yeah. So but what? what's strange is they said they were going and then all of a sudden, oh, they're staying now. Hmm. And they're now trying to cram the logo into the design. Well, it's funny because I've really got, and I don't know why, but I've
0: always had a soft spot for Planet Hollywood.
2: Um, yeah.
0: It, it fascinates me. The whole concept of it fascinates me. And the fact that they were, you know, Loads of restaurants, like almost 100 restaurants, and now there's like five or six.
2: Yeah,
0: um, you know, I just, yeah. I just find the whole thing quite fascinating. And it's got, uh, and this will be a segue into what we talk about next a massive hotel and casino.
2: Yeah, you know, there was also, um, oh no, maybe it was uh, Hard Rock. I remember last year we drove to Tampa, and on the way there, we saw a casino in Florida. I I don't know if it was Planet Hollywood or if it was Hard Rock. I think it's
0: a Hard Rock. Hard, rock. hard rock do have a, a few casinos. Okay,
2: it was just in the middle of nowhere.
0: Yeah, well, it was Indian Indian burial ground, I imagine. Oh, oh yeah, reservation yeah. ground. Yeah, so that tends to be how those things get around. Right, so it's it's time to talk about the other sponsor we have uh, for the Arthur Podcast Network. And gents, if you were thinking, as you you have done previously and you will do again, if you was thinking about uh, booking a trip to you know one of the parks that we've talked about, who would you think of of asking or or at least approaching?
1: Well, there's only Wendy.
2: one name. One name that springs to mind only.
0: Wendy. So Wendy's so famous, she's only got one name like Madonna or Cher. Well, it's not actually true. She has, she has two because she's got a surname as well, which is Prater. So, of course, Wendy Pratter at Magical, Magical Journey, Journey Travels. Like, so we're so well prepared with this. It's like we've been practicing all day, finishing off each other's sentences, sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh, for <laughs> God's sake! This is totally unorganized. But we may be unorganized, but Wendy is not oh smooth you see that's I what love she how he did that. that's what she's there for um, i'm a big fan of your work oh well we're a big fan of wendy's work which is which is the point more than that um you know whether you've been to disney one or a hundred times there's still lots of planning involved and i think we can all attest to that yep and you, the burgers yep. are good as well they are <laughs> 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 they are <laughs> um, and of course, now in Magic Bands, everything else is even more complex. I mean, geez, the last time I went, it was much easier than it is nowadays. So, you know, Wendy can be the person to take away that pain of getting a reservation for Be Our Guest. Where, friend of the show, that Florida guy, just tried the grey stuff. Yeah. Hasn't reported back yet as to what it tasted like. Um, and, you know, you could try and get a fast pass for anyone else. Now, if us mere uh, muggles or, or mortals uh, tried to get a fast pass for a be our guest or anyone else and Elsa meet and greets, how successful do you think we would be?
1: Well, I've already failed.
0: I didn't get I didn't get an EDR for be our guest. Say so. I wish I
2: I wish I'd gone to Wendy for that one.
0: <laughs> Wendy, not just the home of good burgers, but the mm-hmm. home of good travel planning. So, visit Wendy at WPMagicJourneys.com, or you can contact her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys. And of course, if you mention that you heard one of our amazing podcasts, uh, and that's how you got to uh, to hear of Wendy, uh, she'll give you $25 off your deposit for any trip package. And uh, our own Mr. Ripley at the moment has been on a, one of the Disney cruises, and uh, she's able to offer generous on credits. For Disney Cruise Lines as well, something to bear in mind. So, if you are thinking of uh, of you know making a trip, before you go anywhere else, go and find Wendy Pratt at Magical Journeys Travels, wpmagicaljourneys.com.
1: Mhm. Because if you don't, you'll feel like a brat. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, as a segue, uh, as we talked about it, um, your your trip. Didn't just include Orlando.
2: No, we did also pop over to Sin City.
0: Now, is this uh, is this your first trip to Sin City? where have you been before? Uh, third, third trip. Okay. And um,
2: how many how many days did you spend in Sin City? Uh, three, which I think is probably more than enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, I. Mean, I. I've only been once. I loved it, and I was there for a week, and it was the most intense week of my life. I came back needing a vacation. Um, That's
2: the problem, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had. I had a very full-on week as well with what I, with what I did. We went out in in May, and it was when everything was going off at the
2: same time. So. Um, the thing yeah. is, it drains you because it 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 in return for all of your money. Yes. And probably your soul as well it, it will give you you know world class entertainment it will give you the best hotel rooms the best restaurants you know the best shopping experiences that you can find but all of that comes at a price and after a while it can get incredibly samey and it's just yes. too ridiculous yeah
0: it's yeah. it's very odd have, Man, have you ever been to vegas
1: no never but i think that i might plan
0: to go for a little bit next year it is um it's the weirdest place in the world i went with family um my cousin goes every year with a group of his mates and i went out one year he, he kindly um paid for my flight to go um and it is as chris said just the most bizarre place it, it just feels like i mean it's in the middle of a desert um and it appears out of nowhere, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Like, if you drive through the desert, there, it desert and then it's just bizarre. there, um, even when you're flying in, it's bizarre. Like you see nothing for a while, you see all these, all these lovely like natural uh, rocks and um, canyons and stuff, and then and then it appears. And um, it just it feels like it's a little bit like that show under the dome, or The Simpsons <laughs> movie. In, uh, it just fills <laughs> completely within its own microcosm. It's very, very odd. Um, whereabouts do you stay? Uh, Caesars. Caesars,
2: okay. And, and no, apparently wait, 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 he on. doesn't live there. Nah. Does he not? Well, do you know what? That scene from Hangover, I was told by reception that not a day goes past where at least once an hour someone says that to them.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it really doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't yeah. surprise me. Um that's cool. I've not I'm not I didn't stay at Caesars, I stayed at the Aria which is near the Planet Hollywood.
2: Oh yeah. And it's facing yeah. it
0: in that city I think it's called City It's not called City Walk, that was obviously taken. Yeah. But it's it's a, a city complex. I can't remember what it's called, but um there's a few hotels there and that's the poshest one. Um but Caesars is the or it's certainly one of the most iconic Hotels on the Strip. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, the test of time. Um, so, what did you get up to? What kind of shenanigans did you get up to down there?
2: We um, we we did a helicopter tour down to the Grand Canyon. Wow! And I didn't want to go. I didn't want to get in a helicopter. Why? <laughs> well, I, I'm not the greatest of flyers, but to be in this tiny little uh, whirly bird going at 100 miles an hour over all this just huge desert rocky terrain didn't fill me with much confidence crystal um, this one. yeah so yeah we um yes yeah, so we got up in the air and then once you get going and you see how safe it is and all the checks and actually how good uh we went with a company called mavericks and and their helicopters they were all you know they had their own like little mini airport terminal and you know the helicopters were all really well looked after and maintained and it was all very very professional so it, 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 it i did feel much more at ease once we got going the funny thing was that on the tour we did they land in the canyon what? and yeah so we landed in the canyon and there's some picnic benches and they get out and they they have you they give you a, a packed lunch uh which is like uh some grapes and a, a few little you know finger sandwiches and things and so you sit there, and you can talk to your helicopter pilot. So I was talking to this guy, and he wasn't very old, and he was definitely younger than me, a lot younger than me. And Because I didn't really notice. Because when he's got the big aviator glasses on and the heads, you know, the headset and everything, yeah. you can't really tell how old someone is. Mm. Especially in America where they go, I'm not over there, the Hoover down. You, know, you, you don't really know. Anyway, yeah. so when I got talking to him, I could realize he was a lot younger than me. So I said to him, how long have you been a pilot? Oh, dear God. He said... <laughs> it's the first oh, day. He said, oh, 120 hours.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: doing the maths. I'm thinking to myself, he's only been a bloody pilot for a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then, he, and then, he, and then he, I was looking like quite... I went white and quite shocked. And he went, oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, that's how many hours you need to do to train to be a pilot. I've been a pilot for years. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you've said this one before, mate. <laughs> that would mean you've been a pilot since the age of nine. <laughs> yes.
0: Stop lying, Alan. I can see right through you. Oh. Um
2: so then we flew back and then you, you fly over the strip. And actually when you do fly over the strip, you realise actually how small Vegas is? Yes. It, it's not a huge huge like metropolis, it is pretty pretty small, and it's all right on top of each other and then like the actual airport is sort of right behind all the hotels because you spend most of your time indoors you wouldn't really notice airplanes would you so
0: this is it it's 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 odd because i mean i think it's big but it's also very small and it doesn't make much sense
2: yeah it's strange yeah it's like an oxymoron because like caesar's is just so it's it's so huge I mean, they laugh because in Caesars, in the basement, there's this forum shops. You think, oh, there's a few shops in a forum down there. You go down there and it's bigger than Blue Water. Oh,
0: I mean, it's like in in Planet Hollywood, they have the Miracle Mile shops. Yeah. Again, just another massive shopping thing. And and to anyone that's not been to Vegas, so uh, Amanda and anyone that's not listening, like, all of these hotels, or, or not all of them, but most of them have massive shopping Malls in them. Mm. What I did, the thing that got me when I when I went to Vegas, um, I, I got there at night. Probably got there about nine o'clock at night, and I was driving in the cab from the airport. And uh, because of where our area is, we went down the strip past the Bellagio as the fountains were going off. And you see it in films, uh, mm. you know, and and you know on TV and whatever, and you know how big it looks. But when you're actually there watching it. Yeah. You then understand how big everything is. And I think the thing with Vegas is it's probably because everything is so tall. Yeah. That it makes everything so in, in, encompassing. It's just it's just it's just massive. Even um, Pen Gillette. Even Penn Gillette. I mean he's about seven foot tall. Yeah, well he's taller than that on the, the side of the Rio. But um yeah, it's 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 all very, very strange. Um and you yeah, the whole scale of everything just seems out of kilter to everything else. Yeah. I think that's what throws me off the most. But uh, yeah, you don't. Uh, the, the first hotel I, I really spent time in was uh, Bellagio because where that complex is. So we was in the Aria and there was a um, like a, a train that went between uh, the Monte Carlo Aria, and Bellagio.
1: Yeah,
0: you could just jump on it. Went every few minutes. So we went. You know, got into a room, took my stuff down and my cousin said, right, we're hitting the casino and went to Bellagio and it took us about 20 minutes from getting off the train to get into the casino floor. And it was at that point I realised just how big
2: these mm. places were. And disorientating. Absolutely.
0: And it's it's obviously designed for that for a reason. Yeah, don't want once you, to you get in,
2: they don't want you to get out again. Yeah. I mean, we went to the Cosmo and no word of a lie, we actually got lost. Yep. And I've a pretty good sense of direction
0: as well. And it's the it's the theatres that all of these hotels have as well. I yeah. mean, when I um, when I went to Caesars, I went to see Elton John.
2: Yes, This, so there, this was a previous time.
0: Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I, loved I, it. I, I thought he was, thought um, he was um, a great entertainer. Much better than oh. I expected him to be, actually. I thought he put on a, a really good show.
2: Brilliant show. 100% agree.
0: And I, bought, I actually bought a... It came out. They did a concert version of it on Blu-ray a couple of years ago. and DVD that I've, I've got a copy of. Um, oh, Because that piano is awesome. <laughs> but when we went, it was... We, the, we went to see it on John because we'd gone out... We hadn't gone out to see it, but... Um, the, the Saturday night of that weekend was supposed to be an Amir Khan fight. Oh, yeah. And it was postponed about a week before um, it was due to, to happen. So we got our money back for the tickets and we looked at what was on that night and, and Elton John was playing. So I said, well, I've been before, but I'll go and see him again. So that's that's the only reason I went. Otherwise I wouldn't have gone. But um, Wayne Rooney was there in the crowd. I'm going to someone else there as well, actually. But I know he, he pulled him out of the crowd um, because of that. But um, no, I it was a cracking show. But even like those venues are huge. And the next day we went to MGM and we went to the Billboard Awards. Oh, which yeah. Which is kind of like the Brit Awards, I suppose. Wow. Except that, you you know, members of the public can buy tickets. Yeah. So why it's a very corporate event, you know, this, this was open to the public. So we, we went there. And, you know, that arena in this hotel is the size of the O2
2: arena
0: mind-blowing it, it absolutely absolutely is just just phenomenal and these all have certain Soleils as well yeah or, or nearly all the hotels have a sleigh show you, you can't move for certain sleighs no it's amazing um and the variety of them as well i think that's where they have the advantage over like <laughs> downtown disney and the fact that yeah. the show's been going on for like 20 years um oh i tell you what else i saw yep yeah.
2: Uh, porn. No, not that porn.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Amanda, put your mind <laughs> out the gutter. Uh, the, the porn uh, stars? All, all, yeah, porn stars, all-star, gold and silver porn shop.
1: Uh, oh. um, um, yeah, the TV show.
2: Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's quite crummy.
1: What?
2: <laughs> it's quite small as well. Well, because isn't that? Am I right in thinking
0: that's that's on the that's off the strip, but it's it's just off the strip.
2: So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind, kind north. of north. if you go to the very north of the strip, it kind of splits. Yeah, it kind of does a, a fork, and one of the forks it goes down down towards Fremont Street, which is like the old downtown. Yeah, and it's sort of like halfway down that road towards the old town. Yeah, because the other odd thing as well with Vegas,
0: because. Uh, you know reading up on it and stuff was there's a hotel down there called the Forton Blue but oh it's, yeah it's like 75% complete ah uh, yeah like a, it's, quite, quite a, it's quite a big blue building and yeah. looking at it it looks quite finished except like the, the building looks finished except there's nothing else there there's no kind of car park or anything it's just there and yeah it got about 75% complete and then
2: the money ran out and it's been sat there for about 10 years. See, I heard, because we were on a tour, and the guy said that the money ran out, but also somebody had bribed, allegedly bribed the city hall, and all of the foundations were wrong.
0: Well, it's possible, because um, where Aria is, there was a tower built. I want to say it was called Harman Tower, and it was supposed to be condos. So you had the yeah. Aria Hotel, and then next to it you had this massive tower that was just for uh, apartments for people to to actually buy. Yeah, and they that was about that was quite complete, and um, they found out like the first thirteen floors
2: or something weren't stable because of the foundations. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm wrong. You're yeah. right. That's yeah, I've got muddled up. That's the one. It's possible, possible happens that they, as well. They've they've got to demolish it and rebuild it, but there's it's, no money to do it. No, so they've just um, imploded
0: it. Oh. But actually, no, no. So they didn't implode it. They were talking about that, but they just they just basically took it apart, um, bit by bit, and it's wow. pretty much all down now. But um, it, it's taken a, a long time. That opened up, the hotel opened up, I think 2009, and that tower hmm. obviously never opened at all. So it's a very odd place. It's very rich, and at the same time, you hear mm. like Caesars went bankrupt, and I know like recently as well. Ow! Um, and you know that's it. You just don't. You can't comprehend it, can you? It's it's crazy. But they go bankrupt and they stay open.
2: I know. So How that's does that the work? crazy thing.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, did you did you eat in any uh, fancy restaurants?
2: Uh, I wouldn't say fancy, but we did eat in Gordon Ramsay's restaurant in Caesars. It's a, inverted commas, pub.
0: Oh, it um, was Gordon Ramsay's pub, because I, I yeah. love Hell's Kitchen. I don't watch reality TV, but I do watch Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. So, I know about Gordon Ramsay's pub.
2: Yeah, it, I wouldn't say the food is brilliant there. Okay. Um, I was a bit let down, really, because I've been to one of his ones in London, mm. and the food was like really exceptional. Um, So, it was okay. Mm. You know, I wouldn't rush back. We the week
0: we went was also the f- the, his first restaurant opened up in Vegas in Paris, which is just called wow. Gordon Ramsay Steak. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: and because it just it wasn't expected to open for another couple of weeks, so we were able to get reservations because they they hadn't had any reservations that week. Um, mm-hmm. and it was amazing. It was oh, I mean, it was bloody expensive. It was about seventy five dollars I think for my fillet steak. Um, wow. but I'd never had steak like it before um it, like that just everything was was great about it and you know it's all the little kind of um, little touches they put on so it's in the paris hotel to get into the restaurant they've built a very small kind of tunnel oh yeah so it's supposed to represent the channel tunnel so you oh. are in france to go to england
2: oh brilliant that's
0: the concept <laughs> and he just opened up uh, two weeks ago, I think it was, my cousin was out there and it, get, it must be something to do with my cousin um, he went out there he w- took a trip to see the Pet Shop Boys in Vegas oh yeah, because they were playing the Cosmopolitan so he went out there and um, Gordon Ramsay just opened up a fish and chip shop called Gordon Ramsay Fish and Chips and the doors to get into that are giant telephone boxes
1: what?
2: Yeah. awesome <laughs> not real I want ones to go- but I wanna to go to Judy Dench's fish and chip shop.
1: <laughs> Judy Dench has a fish and chip shop.
2: Well, this is the rumour. But I've never seen one. Well, it was on an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's got to be true. They went to Vegas and there was Judy Dench's fish and chip shop. <laughs> so I actually oh, call spaceship.
1: Really
2: real. Well I actually call spaceship Earth Julie Dench's fish and chip shop ride. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: this this reminds me I, I um in a, in a previous job I was going out with a salesman. I was doing some customer visits and we was driving um around for a couple of hours to get to uh, where the customers were. And we were chatting away and um it, he came from Kent. And uh, we was talking. Uh, we got into talking about restaurants for some reason. I can't remember why. And uh, he said, "Oh, I really want to go to Michael Kane's restaurant." kane I, <laughs> yeah, I know I where you're going. <laughs> I didn't realise he had a restaurant. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah." He's he's really into his food apparently, and uh, yeah, I, I, someone told me about it. He said, "I'm, I'm trying to get some reservations. Apparently, it gets booked up quite, you know, quite fun, advance and uh but i'm um, you know i'm desperate to go down like, oh bloody hell i had no idea never heard of this and you know i quite liked him as an actor but didn't know he had his own restaurant um anyway q about a year or so later when i remembered this story i thought oh let me see if i can find this place and I was like who's that guy yeah that ain't michael kane <laughs> i mean it is michael kane but not the michael kane that i was thinking of
2: <laughs>
0: and he also only he had one arm
2: yeah, he had a 12. motorcycle accident. It's actually in my hometown. That restaurant. And it's not very I, good. I thought it was. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not very good. No, we, can, we never go there. No one, can,
0: no one can. No one wants to say anything because he's only got one arm. You don't upset him. It's uh,
2: Armless banter, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, on a roll, on a roll. Um, Give him a hand. So no, there, stop it. Was
0: there anything else in Vegas that you did that was uh, exciting?
2: um we did that we did that we did that um no because we was only there for a short period but top tip we flew with southwest air and they are the only airline that goes direct from orlando so that's a a little top tip because a lot of people have to fly to la first and then fly on to vegas all right so if you don't want all that buggering around go southwest air Um, and the other top tip which we didn't do this time but we've done it on other Uh, occasions also i've got two more top tips this this top tip is if you go to vegas you can drive to california so you can go see disneyland i've done that it's about a three hour four hour drive yeah it's not too far no it's not too far literally you just put the car in um uh what do you call it mode um uh cruise mode you know where it just just put it in cruise mode and leave it because the road is just as straight as an arrow yep um yes yeah, so you can do that and the other top tip was um if you fly out of gatwick like i i do i'm sure you do nick yes. um uh virgin and um, i think ba but definitely virgin they fly back to gatwick from vegas okay so if you park at gatwick um obviously you can fly to orlando then fly to vegas and then fly back to gatwick
0: yeah because i went from Heathrow, and i got a train um from Essex um got the train all the way down there um but on the way back I couldn't get a direct flight so I had to go via Chicago oh wow yeah yeah but it was gutting because the thing is I was only my stopover was about two hours so I couldn't leave the airport because when you look at where Chicago airport is Chicago
1: it would take
0: you about half an hour in a cab to get into Chicago so you've got no time to really look at anything before you have to get in a cab and get back again before (laughs) they close the board in so I just sat in an airport for a couple of hours twiddling my thumbs which was uh, so it's a shame So I can say I've been to Chicago I just haven't seen it Um, but yeah so that that was slightly but no the reason why I said earlier on about Kiss was because um, and this is a top tip for anyone when they next go to Vegas is if you go to the Hard Rock hotel and casino which is just off the strip but not in downtown um there is across the road from it kiss um mini golf what oh yes
1: that sounds like the best time ever
0: oh it's amazing because um it's indoor it's all backlit so everything glows um it just plays kiss music as you'd expect wow. Halfway around the course is a really crappy animatronic version of the band doing very slight movements to their music.
1: Wow. It looks <laughs> it's
0: a, it's like the Chucky e. Cheese version of Kiss. It's hilarious. I okay,
1: I need to go to
0: this. And the last hole and I will, I will tell you this because um as soon as you google Kiss like Crazy Golf, uh it's probably the first image you'll see. The last hole is a massive Gene Simmons head with his oh. tongue being uh, the ramp you need to get the ball up to get into his mouth to win the hole. So it's a life-size version of his tongue then? Yes, absolutely. And it's got a chapel. You can get married there. Um, a Kiss shop. You can buy <laughs> everything from condoms to caskets. Um, I left with just a golf ball. A Kiss crazy golf golf ball because that was enough. That and the photos were, were you know, were all I need to take away from, with me. But it was it was brilliant. And it's the same, um, I think it's Monster Crazy Golf. They have a couple of courses on iDrive as well.
1: Okay, I'm going to Las Vegas. I'm going to go to this Kiss Biddy Golf and I'm going to get married there and buy a golf ball.
0: That's it. <laughs> yeah. One step more than I did, but yeah, absolutely.
2: We, we walked past the chapel, the wedding chapel from the f- film Hangover yep it is a it is an actual wedding chapel like a drive through thing yeah and there's actually a sign up and it says if it's good enough for heather graham michael jordan and joan collins then it's good enough for you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, what what better recommendation do you need than that <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> well i think i think that's that's quite enough i think um another information packed episode of Diz After Dark is gonna to draw to a close. And we didn't um, even talk about the cruise. Well, there's always room for one more. No, no episode no, no. to We're come. It next time. <laughs> yeah well, That's awesome. That what a time you had. God, shows up my uh, my couple of days down at the caravan park. Um not quite as exciting. Absolutely not. Um but thank you for um giving us your reports of your trips. It does sound like you both had Amazing times, um, even though they, they were slightly different, both sound amazing. So, very, very jealous. But um, thank you for showing up with us. Thank you for listening. More importantly, we love your support and appreciate you uh, giving us this time every week to hear our voices. And uh, we will speak to you all in a few well, Thank weeks. you for the downloads. Oh, God, the downloads! They've gone crazy. They yeah. have gone crazy. I, I mean, some some people might contribute that to certain people being back. Don't know. Um. <laughs> Pen to Z, you want to listen to. But either way, <laughs> it, it's very much appreciated because um, this is just our hobby. We don't get paid for it. We wish we did. Our sponsors are purely there to keep us alive and on, on, on air for you to listen to. So... Uh, you know, we appreciate the fact that people want to spend time listening to us. And give us a high five if you see us on the street. It just <laughs> makes us feel loved. <laughs> but thank you, and we'll see you in, uh, I don't know, a week's time, couple of weeks' time. God knows when we record these things anymore. It'll <laughs> probably be sooner than you think. Yeah. <laughs>